in my mother tongue bangla golpo is a curious word it means story a noun and it also means conversation the verb i have grown up to the wonderful sound of golpo stories and conversations that have shaped me to be the storyteller that i am today in this brand new season of golpo stories from around the world me your storyteller rituparna will continue to bring you stories that have picked me yes stories pick me they really ask me to tell them they poke punch provoke and push me to tell them but before they do all of that they speak to me lighting up my mind and my heart in ways that only a very special story can do and in this podcast i bring to you some of those special stories these are just some of my stories hand picked and tucked in my story bag so i can tell them to you when the time is right are these stories for children or adults well they are for anyone who has a heart beating for stories and i really hope that this podcast helps you discover that inside you play this on your way to work to put your child to sleep to create a moment together as a family to share an idea with your team find a dose of inspiration creativity or a fresh perspective perhaps let these stories be your companion when you want some quality time with yourself like i said you will hear a story today and i hope it stays with you and lights up your heart and mind like the way these stories do for me this week i have two stories for you one from russia and the other from eastern europe both my stories have two goats each and a bridge let's begin with the russian one picture two large mountains and between them a narrow bridge not very strong but sufficient just enough for a single way carriage on each mountain there lived a goat On some days the goat on the western mountain would cross the bridge to graze the eastern mountain. On some days the goat on the eastern mountain would cross the bridge to graze the grass growing on the western mountain. On such days the goats would usually notice each other. They made sure that they grazed their own corners without disturbing the other goat. They didn't make an attempt to become friends. They were definitely not enemies. So let's say they learned to live without any consequences. There was no altercation, no conversation, no sharing of life and its stories over a munch of grass. However, there came a day when both the goats decided to cross the bridge at the same time. Each of them was suddenly overcome by this sudden urge to graze on the other side. They started off on their side of the bridge almost together. The goats met at the middle of the bridge. but neither of them wanted to give way move off pushed the western goat i am crossing the bridge move yourself brawled the eastern goat i am crossing here the two goats looked at each other and stood firmly they looked into each other's eyes and made it clear 
that neither of them was willing to move. They started to get angry, and the longer they stood, the angrier they became. They argued and argued some more until they ran out of all arguments. Then they locked their horns and began to push the other to retreat. So well matched were they that they succeeded in pushing each other off the bridge. Broken, bruised and furious, both the goats limped back home saying, What a stubborn goat! Now let's travel to the sloping mountains of Eastern Europe where they lived two goats on either side of the mountains, brought together by a slender single carriageway bridge. Now these goats were acquaintances. They knew where the other lived. They nodded at each other when they met and silently let the other graze on their mountainside without fuss or worry. So even though they didn't munch together, they could be considered peaceful neighbours. However, there came a day when the two decided to cross the bridge at the same time. The two started together at the end of their bridge and reached the middle at the same time. Looks like we have a problem here, said the eastern goat. Yes, looks like we do, replied the western goat. I don't want to back up because I'm in a hurry at the moment, said the eastern goat. Neither do I, added the western goat. There seems to be a storm coming and we both need to get off this bridge as soon as possible. The two goats looked up at the sky and then at each other. The bridge is narrow. Let's be careful, suggested the eastern goat. Let us try crossing without falling off. The western goat added a word of caution. Let's try. They agreed in unison. And so they did one step at a time, carefully shifting the balance and their weight on the slender single carriageway bridge. The two goats passed one another and crossed over to their either sides. As they got off the bridge, they turned to look at the goat on the other side. What a cooperative fellow he is, they said to themselves. My guess is both these stories are set somewhere in the Caucasus mountain ranges, somewhere between Russia and Europe. The story has travelled from its place of origin. I wouldn't know which is where the story began, but, but I can say that the story travelled from one mountain to the other to be told in another way. I call this story twins, two stories very similar to one another, yet differentiated by characters or consequences. I have some more of these in my story bag, so maybe I will run a mini-series with some of my story twins that fit the context of this podcast. As far as this story is concerned, if you consider the proximity of these stories, as in the two versions and where they come from, I'm tempted to think that someone heard the story from one region and retold it in another place, suggesting different resolutions and different consequences. I'm sure you've heard this fable somewhere in your life telling you how to resolve a conflict. To me, however, this one is a terrific story about storytelling. Let's suppose between the two goats, one is the teller while the other is a listener. 
What would be the consequences if the two cannot agree to take turns to tell and listen? What if the teller imposes his or her right to tell and the listener is held back by mistrust of the teller? What if the teller tells with an agenda and the listener wants to push back? Or one is a parent, the other a child, a teacher and a student, two sets of partners, two colleagues, a manager and a subordinate. What happens when two people do not talk, find common ground or share stories? What happens when people lead with their egos, be guided by their lack of perspective or refuse to acknowledge someone else's story? What happens when people do not invest in creating a shared experience between them? Earlier this week, I was working with an organization exploring the role of storytelling in one-on-one -on -one reviews. My client told me how these personal reviews are severe pain points for senior managers in the organization. Everyone wants to avoid the inevitable because they do not know how to make it better. Eventually, they go about it with bruised and broken spirits, much like the two goats in the Russian version of the story. So the question was, can storytelling make these reviews any better? The answer is yes. Storytelling is all about power dynamics. When you are a storyteller, you think you are in control. But it is really your listener who yields more power in the exchange. Unless your listener listens, your telling will make no sense at all. And if you choose to make it about a power tussle, then you become the goats in the Russian version of the story. Now consider this balance when people take turns to tell and listen simultaneously. When you share the power and balance with each other in exchange, you become the goats who cross the bridge peacefully. In every training, I slot a one-on-one -on -one story bridge activity. It's a simple exercise where people are paired and they take turns in being the listener and the teller in a short span of 8 to 10 minutes. It is the most intimate form of storytelling. Having one person listen to you is both comforting as it is challenging. It is comforting because you can create a safe space, a private moment, where you can be your most authentic self. It is intimidating because you still have to rely on the other person being equally honest with you. Participants are given a common story trajectory, so they ideally get to share similar stories following a route map or touching milestones that I set for them. I build that common ground for them so it's easier to start. Now it is up to them to use their stories to build authentic connections. While participants tell their stories and practice the art of storytelling, they simultaneously observe the science behind it. Each participant is directed to stay in the moment and focus on themselves as storyteller and as listener, documenting the tiniest of things that are running through their mind, heart and body. They learn to understand their own storyteller's brain and acknowledge how do they respond when they find a willing listener vis-a-vis -vis a disconnected, disinterested listener. As a result, what impact does this have on them, their story, their telling and the purpose behind telling stories in the first place? In my activity, I make my participants simulate the experience of being the two goats who meet at the middle of a bridge. How they choose to cross it is a choice they have to make. I suggest 
they make it the story bridge and find a way to use it when they need to work together. I suggested this activity to my client and they are likely to use the story bridge technique in their next internal review. I will be sharing a link to this story with them so that they can use it to introduce the idea of two goats on a story bridge. A story like the two goats on the bridge is vulnerable to being prescriptive. I mean, at the face of it, it can seem like a simplistic fable, a story with a moral. There is a clear lesson to be drawn from it. However, when I put this one under the lens, I see a fantastic storied way to lead people to cross the story bridge or to use it in the first place. So, it's not to tell you what to do, instead, it makes you do things differently. Or it suggests an alternate view to doing something that you do every day. Definitely more action-oriented than a story with a moral. What do you think? Thank you for listening. Golpo Stories from Around the World is a podcast of stories that spark conversations. You will find a bunch of traditional tales in here, retold and bridged with the world that we live in today. A story grows only when it is told, so go ahead and share these stories in the classroom, in the boardroom, or in your living room. And come back to me and tell me what did everyone say. If you like my stories and want to support this podcast, then you may want to gift a story, a little contribution to make storytelling sustainable for you, me and others. To know more about my work, you can look up www.yourstorybag.com. I have a weekly newsletter. Follow the sound of my stories with the hashtag Storytelling with Rituparna. You can connect with me on social media. The links are in the show notes below. Until the next story, happy storytelling.